to you, EBO. Investigative fellow at Parents Defending Education is Alex Nestor. She's here to talk about the CCP cyber threats we have in our schools, and you probably don't even know it. Hi, Alex. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming back. You know, um, not just you specifically, but everybody at Parents Defending Education, I love what you all do because you bring to light things that are just kind of hidden, and I, I hate to use the word agenda because oftentimes teachers don't even know. It's just part of a curriculum they're given, and they're there to teach the curriculum they're given by the school district. So we need to look at where, you know, the devil lays his eggs, and that's within the people who decide the curriculum. Definitely. Yeah, and look, you know, I'm the daughter of of two teachers, come from a whole family of teachers, and teachers are always looking for new and different resources. And you're right, with all of the different tasks that they've been given now, they're, you know, they're counselors, they're, um, you know, not only mental health counselors for kids, but have to do all sort of anti-racist and DEI training. Um, You know, they're short on time. They need all the resources they can get. So it's important that um, people are supporting teachers, their administrators, um, state superintendents, and others are stepping in um, and not just, you know, putting this all on the teacher's backs. Exactly. All right. So let's talk about what's in some of these classrooms. And I was shocked to see that it's in 34 states. Yeah, that's right. 34 states in D.C. So the reason why we wrote these letters um, is, is twofold. First, the House Subcommittee on the Chinese Communist Party, two weeks back now, held a hearing, and there were some pretty frightening revelations that came out from that. Um, For example, Chinese hackers had attempted to embed malware into a Texas electric grid. We also know that um, Chinese hackers have tried to uh, install malware or disrupt our critical water infrastructure. So there's that piece. Then we had a report last summer that found that 143 school districts in 34 states in D.C. had fostered ties to the Chinese Ministry of Education or CCP-affiliated groups to ostensibly provide Chinese language and culture programming. So, you know, we know for sure the Chinese Communist Party does not have the best interests of our students at heart. So we really need more information here. State leaders need to step up and investigate what really happened as part of these ties. Did a foreign adversary have access to student data? These are big question marks that the American public deserves to know the answer to. Right. And and they need to know that they're there at all. I mean, this is stuff. Exactly. You know, if if somebody handed me a teacher's curriculum as a parent, it would take me a really long time to look through every detailed line of what they're going to do the whole year long. So that's why we elect officials to do that, to go line by line, to make sure it's it what's it's what needs to be there. So that's where we got to start. That's exactly right. And look, you know, that's where we can come in too, and and that's part of our job as well. Is we try to go through and actually, you know look at what's going on and start asking questions and also demand answers from the people in charge. Um, You know, state superintendents, some states they're elected, others they're appointed. Um, But these, these are officials who their job is to ensure that our students are being educated properly. And when the CCP is influencing Chinese language and culture programming in our schools, that is not, that's not right. And they need to, you know, step in here, investigate and figure out what's going on. So how did these, these CCP things even get in the curriculum? Somebody must have been intentionally compromising the curriculum. Somebody had to have done that. 
So, you know, I, I tend to think that people do have good intentions at heart, and it sounds good to, you know, bring in Chinese language and culture programming into schools and have teacher-to-teacher exchanges or, you know, student exchanges. All of that sounds wonderful, and to be clear, we do want to offer these awesome opportunities for kids. I just think that, you know, that's underneath all of that is, wait a second, hey, this is the Chinese Communist Party. This is a regime that's actively committing genocide. This is a regime that has openly said that this is part of their, you know, worldwide propaganda effort, the Confucius Institutes, I mean. It's part of the Belt and Road Initiative. It's part of their, you know, uh, uh, soft power push to, you know, make other other nations more, uh, you know, amenable to their political goals. Um, so I just think we need to kind of look under the hood a little bit and, and look at what, what they're actually trying to do here. Because, again, on the surface, it's very easy to sell people, Mm-hmm. on, you know, hey, your school can offer this cool program. Great. But there's a lot going on that, you know, we don't really know. Right. And and when it comes to data collection on servers, I mean, we're just, we're fish out of water. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Two school districts, on average, two school districts a day are hacked in the United States. So, you know, whether it's foreign or, or domestic threats, schools really need to, to work on their security. So if we... If we want to find out if this is there, how do we go about it without being called domestic terrorists and going to a meeting and demanding to know? How how do we go about learning this, or do we just count on you? <laughs> well, you can definitely count on us in part. Um, you can, you know, look at our report. It's called Little Red Classrooms um, at DefendingEd.org. It should still be on our front page. But there are tons of ways to go about this. I mean, first, we just always encourage people to, you know, as much as schools have tried to, uh, shut parents out from conversations. A lot of parents actually do have a good relationship with their teacher, um, with their child's teacher, excuse me. So mm-hmm. just ask questions. And, you know, if the teacher's not, uh, you know, friendly to that, then, then go up the rung, go to the principal, go to the superintendent. Um, if you think something's going on, you can also send, um, send us a note. Uh, there's a portal at the bottom of our website, and we're happy to dig into it as well. And I couldn't feel more blessed to know that at least the last two teachers, my little my little grandson has had are very, very Christian and good people who would never allow this sort of thing to happen in their classroom, at least unbeknownst to them is the only way it would happen. But um, there are a lot of good teachers out there who love your children dearly and cry when they have to see them go. So let's remember, this is not a label on everybody, but it is happening at a large scale. So it is worrisome, and we're just getting the word out there. Definitely, and I appreciate you making that distinction because that's absolutely right. And there was actually um, a uh, Pew report from last summer that said that exact same thing. I think, you know, more than over 70% of Americans are actually really happy with the education that their child is receiving, even though 30% are, uh, you know, not so happy with the American education system as a whole. So, uh, you know, silver lining there is actually most people are pretty satisfied with their schools and with their teachers. So that's always the first step that we encourage parents to take is go right to the source and have a friendly, open conversation. Yeah, the broad stroke is not something we do here, even though we get accused of it, because if we bring up a topic, they think we're talking about everybody. But that's just how obtuse some people are. So we'll <laughs> just let them live in their life of conspiracy. And we'll just tell people like it is so they can do their do their own due diligence if they care enough about their children to find out what's going on. Alex Nestor, investigative fellow at the Parents Defending Education. It's PDE. Where do they go? 
you can find us at defendinged.org. Defendinged.org. Go do it. Alex, thank you so much. Thanks.